Hi, I'm Kylie Nicole and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. So today I'm talking about the Empowered Path program again and this is a program that I've designed to help heart-centered holistic women to back themselves and take their place so that they are representing themselves and honoring a soul purpose and a soul path rather than hiding their light in a corporate space or in a day job which doesn't honor them. And I was talking to one of my friends earlier today about what it is that she struggles with and motivation came up and I thought, yeah, do you know what? We, we all go into the space where we suddenly lack motivation or we can't find any inspiration uh, to keep going or to keep on, I don't know, just, just to keep turning up for ourselves. So yeah, let's talk about that. When you're in business, when you run your own business, when you have your own thing in inverted commas, it doesn't mean that everything is hearts and flowers and that you're always super motivated and, you know, overflowing with ideas and enthusiasm. <laughs> so much of our modalities, especially when we are wired a certain way, when we are people who are empaths, when we're holistics based, when we're spiritual, when we're any of those things, so much of our modalities are based around what we give of ourselves and we don't always have an awful lot to give. So in a separate note, I would always recommend using divine universal energy when you're connecting to anything, to source, to spirit, to other people, so that you're not giving your own personal energy. But that's another, that's a, top, a topic of conversation for another day. But what I mean to say with that is that when you do give so much of yourself, it is really hard to sometimes find the fucks to give. And again, please do excuse my French. <laughs> I need to watch this party mouth sometimes. When we are not in a creative, it can feel a bit, not desperate, but things can feel a little bit, it can invoke a panic response um, or even a trauma response, which is interesting. But I think also... Firstly, the important thing is to know yourself, know how you work, because if you're trying to force yourself into a mold that doesn't fit, it's not going to be a comfortable process for you. There's going to be a lot of genuine resistance because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. And it's going to kill the passion for you pretty damn quick. Don't forget why you got into your own business and why you're representing yourself the way you are, uh, I can almost 100% guarantee it's not so that you could create the same toxic environment for yourself that you left when you left a corporate or a day job. So remember why you're doing it and also think about how you work when you are most motivated, when you're creative, what are the things that you love about your business? So yeah, okay, so let's do this as a bullet point form. If you find that you wake up one day and you are unmotivated, you are detached, you don't want to know, you feel like nothing that you put out there is working. You feel like you're falling flat and maybe you think that everybody else is getting ahead and everybody else has got stuff going on and maybe somebody's achieving more than you. Firstly, align yourself with your community and understand that we all stand alongside each other and everyone is always there to support and to offer advice or a different perspective. This is not about you standing on your own against the world and feeling like your dream is going out there into the, the big wide world to die a death and there's nothing that you can do about it. So be clear on finding your tribe and having your community aspect and being able to have the conversations around how you're feeling about your business. 
The second thing I would say is remember what you love about the work that you do. Remember the elements that bring you joy. And I'm not just saying like if you're a medium, it's not just the fact that you love chatting to dead people. And again, I'm being flippant with that, but understand where I'm coming from. There will be something that you love about your business. Is it the fact that you are creating incredible change for people? Is it the fact that you're facilitating healing? Is it the fact that you are providing the, an opportunity for the evolution of their soul? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not just the fact that you you love connecting to spirit. There'll be a reason. There'll be the elements of all of those things. Which parts of those elements do you most resonate with? What brings you joy? What do you love? What could you do all the time? Which part of it is your why? So re-familiarize yourself with your why and which parts of the work that you do you love the most. Think about what your capacity is in terms of availability and how much time and emotional availability you have to give to your business at the moment. And if there's anything there that needs tweaking, tweak it. Like, don't forget that you work for yourself that you, so that you can honor the life work balance and in a way that is tipped in life's favor, significantly in life's favor. <laughs> but if you're struggling to concentrate for long periods of time and if you feel like you keep on pushing yourself into a corner, then you need to change that up. You need to, you need to go into your creative or you need to work in a way that will work for your mindset. So I know, for example, with myself, I go through periods of being super hyper-focused and obsessive and creative, and I will literally sacrifice sleep to get done what I need to get done. I will, I will get up earlier. I will stay awake later. Okay, caveat, I go to bed at 8.30, so staying awake later is not a big ask for me, but you know. <laughs> but I will do whatever it needs to so that I can harness everything that I'm getting, all of the creative, all of the inspiration, all of the input. I will do whatever it takes to be able to grab that and make the most of it when I'm in that space. And what that does is when I am detached, so I am quite, I'm either super hyper-focused or very detached. And when I'm detached, it means that I don't need to be trying to dig something up. I don't need to be finding inspiration in my business. I can just use some of the content that I've created before. I can use some of the things that I've prepared before. I can think about some of the programs that I've developed in the background or a workshop that I've already done the work for. And I can reintroduce that into my business because it's already done. It's just sitting in this big file of things that I have to offer. It's like it's in my back pocket and that takes all the thinking and all the having to fully participate in your business out of the equation. And for me, that's a pleasure. So I know that that's how I work and that's how I harness my energy and that's how I do what I do. Even with my podcasts, I tend to come in and spend a day recording different podcast ideas. And then I just schedule those to hit my uh, socials every week. So I don't have to think about it. I just know that I've got a alarm set in my, well, it's not an alarm. I've got a reminder in my calendar when I'm a week out, when I only have one episode left so that I can book the podcast studio again and do it again. <laughs> and all the time in between, when I get ideas of things to talk about, I make a little note about them. So, you know, it's kind of a, a work as you go progress thing. But yeah, so when you know how you work, you can then set the expectation that you will jump into your business for this period of time and just do one thing that adds value to your business until such time as you start to feel motivated again. Not often, but sometimes it is a call to action to look at what you're doing and see if that actually resonates with you or if you're using something as a placeholder. Like if you have something that you're good at that you can loosely build a business around, but it's not what you're supposed to be, when I say supposed to be doing, 
no such thing really, but it's not a, it's not the only thing you can offer. Maybe you're hiding behind it and maybe it's falling flat because you're being pushed out of your comfort zone so that you can encompass all aspects of who you are and every modality that you have to offer. And this is not just for service providers um, and spiritual people. It's also within your business. If there are things that you know you could or should be doing differently, it gives you the opportunity to then jump into that reality and bring them forward. So we're not just navigating this ourselves. There's always energetic pushes and pulls that take us to where we need to go. And if you are feeling really flat and uninspired with the modality or the service or the business that you do currently have, look at that very clearly and ask yourself, because your higher self will always know, ask yourself if you're using it as a placeholder so that you don't have to do something else that you've been feeling resistance towards. And you know, that can be mediumship. If you're, if you normally do tarot, but you know that you're capable of mediumship and your spiritual team are wanting you to grow in that space, but you keep on avoiding it, then maybe that's what's going on. Maybe you're not getting bookings through tarot or you're not getting the kind of engagement that you would like because energetically that's being suppressed that you so you're being forced to grow into the uncomfortable place of embracing all aspects of yourself and starting to work on your mediumship. This will replicate whichever, I'm just trying to pull modalities out that are on the top of my head, but this will replicate wherever you're at in your business and in your life. And it doesn't often happen. Normally when we're detached from something, it's just because we're not in our creative. We're not feeling the motivation. We're not feeling the love. It feels too difficult. We've got too much personal stuff going on. There can be a lot of reasons why we feel detached, but it is worth asking yourself if you're hiding behind something and maybe not stepping up the way you're supposed to, or you should be stepping up to fully embrace all of who you are. So when you tick that box, when you know what you're dealing with there, you can take the appropriate action, whichever way that looks for you. But it's definitely one of those interesting ones. You're going to go in with it, like feeling a bit wary to see if you're hiding something from yourself or if you're self-sabotaging, because that's essentially what you're doing in that space. Another thing that you can do if you need to get fresh energy into your business and kind of rejuvenate things is to talk to different people about what they're doing in their businesses. Like get some ideas, get some inspiration, see how, see if anyone's doing things that you have thought you should do and then put on the back burner because I can't tell you how often that's happened. I've had an idea. I've had a process. I've had a something. I've picked it up. I've played with it a little bit. I've kind of filed it somewhere in the recesses of my memory in the back of my phone and forgotten about it. And then I will go back to be looking for something else and I'll come across that. I'll be like, oh, let's shake this out, uh, breathe some life into it and introduce it into the world. So there is there is that element as well of you know seeing what other people are doing and just getting inspiration. I'm not saying copy somebody else because... Well, firstly, you don't have to. The way you work is going to be unique and completely different anyway. Um, But get some inspiration, get some ideas. Just because somebody else is doing something doesn't mean you can't also do it in your way. Back on the resistance point, think about if you have represented your business or your course or your project or whatever you're working on. Think about if you've represented that fully. Have you made videos about it? And I know I harp on about this, but a video is the easiest way of people getting to know your energetic signature. It's a way of you being vulnerable in an online world, which can sometimes be impersonal. And it introduces you and how you work to people. And that lets them know if you're the person that they want to work with. You can have the most amazing modality, project, ability, whatever in the world. But if you're not getting in front of the people who need to find you, 
nothing's going to happen. And the only way you get in front of the people who need to find you is by telling people how they can work with you. And a great way of doing that is through video. We also feel resistance there because we know that we <laughs> literally, because we know that the video is the way that everyone is doing it because it is the most effective way to get your energy out there. But there will be some elements of us that reject that because it's too mainstream, it's too ego-based, it's too whatever. You'll use placeholders to find an excuse for yourself as to why you are not doing it. And that's fine. Nobody is saying that you have to, but when you are trying to um, troubleshoot and figure out why you're not feeling madly in love with your business, it's hard to feel in love with something which you keep on hopefully introducing into the world and it just dies a horrible death in front of you because it's not, you're not getting it anywhere. You're just like planting it in one place and hoping that that will be it. You can't plant a flower and never water it. And that's the same as our business. You can't just be like, oh, cool, I'm doing a workshop on this day, but you never talk about it. You never tell anyone that it's on. You can't introduce a new product into your range and just put it on the shelf and hope that people figure it out. <laughs> you have to be a little bit more proactive in these instances. So have a look and ask yourself if you have introduced your product, your service, who you are, what your modality is. Are you talking about it? Are you posting that in different places so that you can reach people who need to find you? Are you energetically declaring yourself open for business? Like that's a huge thing as well. It's hard when you do not feel motivated. It's hard not to go into this place where you start looking for a day job. And we all do it. I've done it myself. Uh, a few years ago, I definitely did it. I actually went in so far as, as considering an interview. I didn't actually have the interview. I woke up to myself before that, but I was entertaining the fact. And... By the way, nothing felt as good as actually phoning the recruiter back and saying, no, thank you. So I was hit, like I say, I was hit until they contacted me. They, you know, they pushed for the interview. They were doing all of that stuff, but I was, I was allowing it. And having said that, don't, don't feel bad if you do find that you do need to go into mainstream employment or you do know, need to go back into a part-time job or something. We have to do what we have to do. And God knows I've had my time of working two or three jobs at a time. I don't recommend it, absolutely. But sometimes you just have to get from point A to point B. And if you're using it as a tool to do that, it's not a bad thing. Just don't go into it from a place of desperation or a place of like, I failed again in inverted commas, because that's not the kind of energy that you want to perpetuate around yourself. It's not what you want to be putting out there. Another way of getting motivated is to change up some element of your business, whether that is a logo or a, uh, a workshop, whether you're having a look at your core products and services that you offer, change something up and do it differently. And when you think like, what else can you do? There really isn't anything. If you have any imagination, you can create something that nobody else is doing, something that's a little bit different, that's a little bit quirky, and you can run with that. If you are struggling to find any kind of motivation in that space, that's also fine because even though your little ego brain might tell you that it's a flooded market and everybody's a sound healer and everybody's a Reiki practitioner and everybody's a medium and there's no space for you, that's not true because how you work is always going to be unique. Don't forget you have this unique voice and the people who need to find you will find you. It is not a saturated market. There are always more clients. There are always more people you can reach the there are always people who are waiting to hear your story. When you are stuck, if you're money motivated or if you're figures focused, uh, oh, loving my illustration there, uh, unintentional, but I'll take it. <laughs> 
When you are like that, though, sometimes it helps to give yourself a money goal um, because the energy of money is fluid energy and it helps you align with that. And that brings in fresh stuff. So when you set yourself a money goal, you can use that as motivation to then do something different, try out different things, maybe run a testing period of two different products to see which one you get the better result from. You can also... uh, have a figure and see how long it takes you to hit that figure if you don't want to change the products that you're offering. There are lots of different ways that you can do that. You can challenge yourself as well to do something uncomfortable for your business um, every other day. And that can be like doing a live on Facebook or on, on Instagram or TikTok if you have enough followers. Or you can put together a different kind of package and introduce that in the world. You can put together gift vouchers You can go into your creative and just create something different and talk about it for a while. And that might be enough to bring in in the new energy and to bring in a little bit of motivation or to even plant the seeds of the steps that you need to take to get you to where you need to go. And that can be a positive or a negative thing. But so often we get inspired uh, inadvertently (laughs) when we're going through the process. So you can try that. What are the other things that you can do? If I'm not motivated, what else do I do? Um, Look, sometimes you just have to give yourself a minute. Sometimes you need to just completely detach from it. Give yourself a second to go into humanity, to go and have a day off, to go and do something that is nurturing for your mental health, uh, to remind yourself why you don't work in mainstream businesses. Maybe go and hang out at the shopping center for a bit. (laughs) I'm kidding. But genuinely though, understanding how far you've come and honoring your journey is incredibly powerful and it does make you respect the process and it does make you love yourself and honor yourself that little bit more. So it's not necessarily a bad thing to pop into an old workplace and and see your colleagues and just use it as a comparison. Like this is where I was for five years ago, four years ago. Um, And when you talk to them and you realize that nothing much has changed in their life, they're still doing the same thing. Jeanette's still eating all the biscuits. Um, you know, Harry's still taking an extended lunch hour, whatever it is, all of those patterns that don't change and it's the claustrophobia of the repetition and the soul-destroyingness of being in a place that doesn't honor you will make you rethink your own options. Understand also that you're never trapped. There's never, you're never having to, to commit to any one thing. The joy of being autonomous is that you can truly be autonomous. You can pick things up and put them down very quickly. You can design a different product, a different service, a different modality. You can do all of those things on the fly. You don't need to be stuck in any one pattern in any one way. And I think it's important to remember that like you don't take the conditioning pattern from one thing and just apply it to the next just because it's yours. That's not what it's about. So if you decide that you don't want to be doing whatever you're doing, <laughs> you don't want to be doing graphic design this week. Okay, cool. So go and do something else. Like go and go and have your list of things that you're good at and dive into something else. Maybe think about collaborations or anything where you can use an affiliate, like work with somebody you've wanted to work with, reach out to somebody you've been interested in, see if you can get your business registered for a, I don't know, come to a podcast, get your, get your business registered to be part of a business presentation. Go and join a networking event, even if it's just an online one, although I would, I think the, the in-person one is better. Um, but go and join a networking event, get out of your comfort zone and do something. It's almost like a spiritual decluttering. Get rid of the things that aren't working for you 
and fill the space with things that are working for you. I think it's also good to have like a timeline. So in terms of if you're going to have a pity party, and I say that with love, we all do it. Have an idea where you can have a pity party for two days, maybe maximum. You can feel sorry for yourself for two days. But after that, on the third day, you need to get your big girl pants on and get on with it because you can't just wallow. You can't just drift. Drifting doesn't do much for anybody. Um, I think when you understand that having a goal provides motivation, it's just the natural energy of the two. That's just how it works. When you're aiming for something, you're motivated to go after it. But you have to be in alignment with it. It has to feel good to you. You have to be operating through a place of resistance because that's where exactly where you need to be. You have to be backing yourself and you have to be willing to represent yourself. You need to be talking about your product, your service, your modality and able to introduce your energy into the world. All of those things are important. And if you are doing all of those things, if you are honestly, if you can hand on heart, tell me that you are creating content in your business, posting your business in different places, reaching out and networking and talking to people about what you do and how you do it. Uh, you've had a look at everything that you're offering, your services and your modalities. You don't want to change anything about how you're doing the work. Um, you're not hiding behind something you know versus something you need to grow into. If you are hand on your heart telling me that you have ticked all of those boxes and none of them apply to you, I would really like to hear from you because I don't know why else you wouldn't be motivated in your business. You're either in or you're out. You can't half-ass it. You have to love what you're doing or you're not doing the right thing. And you have to give yourself permission to look outside of the box to see what else you can do or how else you can change things up for yourself. And the awareness of whether or not you're avoiding something or like what the universe is telling you in terms of where your information is being accepted or not accepted. I know, I know like we were the same friend that I was talking to. We were kind of comparing likes on content that we'd posted on Facebook. And she was by far outperforming me in terms of content engagement. But I have two programs running that I have filled, even though I don't have great content engagement so what people are doing on your socials is not a direct representation of what's actually going on within your business. And it's important to remember that too. So there's a whole other energetic conversation that happens with that. But I've got, oh, I don't know, 6,000 followers on Instagram, I think. They are not engaging people. <laughs> Some of them do, and it's great. But a lot of them don't engage. And that's also fine. Like on TikTok as well, I've got 2,000, I think, I might be lying. I don't know. I haven't looked for a while. I think I've got like 2000 on TikTok, but I mean, they are a little bit more engaging, but they're not engaging to the tune of 2000 people. But on my Facebook group for my mediumship, when you post something up, I normally get really high engagement. I normally get um, work that comes from it. I get, you know, it's like it doesn't just go there to die. Whereas I feel like sometimes when I post content onto social pages or whatever, you don't get much feedback. You don't get work from it. But what you are doing and where it does add value is you are still introducing yourself to people. I can't remember where I read it. Somebody said you have to have a connection with people five to seven times before they start to recognize you as a brand and up to 12 times before they will commit to doing any work with you. So as long as what you're putting out there is not spammy, it's an alignment, you are um, adding value, problem solving, genuinely solving a problem, like not just creating a problem to solve <laughs> all of those things. 
you will find the people who need to work with you. And this isn't really something you need to over overcomplicate. But you know what? On those days where nothing feels right and it is just too much and too heavy and you are having your pity party and however that, that looks for you, understand firstly that that is okay. Give yourself permission for that to be okay. Pack up your stuff and go and sit on the beach. Go and put your toes in the sand, your feet in the water, listen to the wind in the trees, listen to the birds, feel the sun on your skin. Just reset and be present in a moment that shows you how far you've come and how amazing is it to have autonomy over your time that you can pack up your shit in the middle of the day and go and sit on a beach. That is incredible. That's what you're aiming for. That is the the energetic vibration of abundance and that's where you're supposed to be. It's not all hearts and flowers, guys. It's not. But 99.9% of the time, it is entirely worth all of the resistance. It is entirely worth all of the struggle, all of the self-doubt. And what does happen in these moments is you, firstly, you recognize how much your mindset has changed because you don't stay in the same pattern for as long as you did before, or you catch yourself going into a thought process and you don't repeat it. That is growth. That is huge. Um, And the other thing it does show you is that you will not stay in that place for as long as you normally would. You won't be in that funk. You won't be in that low for as long as you normally would because you truly are taking your place. You are turning up for yourself. And if you do your 50%, the universe will do their 50%. I promise you they will not leave you hanging. Is it going to be a lineal journey from here to the stars? It is not. You're going to have peaks and troughs and highs and lows because we are only human and we have to work through the process. So be kind to yourself, but don't be too kind to yourself. Give yourself time to feel what you need to feel, process what you need to process, and then put on your big girl pants and change everything up. And if it's not working, change it. It's as simple as that. You have to be consistent enough for a period of time where you are doing everything that you know that you need to do to introduce a product or service or a modality. And if you have done that, if you have made the videos, if you have spoken about it, if you have posted the post, if you have explained the product, if you have reached out to the people who might be looking for you um, with the invitation of them working with you and showing people how they can work with you, if you are consistently talking about your availability and what you've got available and how you like to work and explaining what a session with you might look like. Or there are so like when you don't forget that we undervalue what we know. So when you break it down to what somebody who is not familiar with your product, your service, your modality might be thinking about what they could possibly be looking for, because they're not going to know, but not necessarily, you need to talk to them in their language so that they understand that you're the person they're looking for. And that is 90% of the battle. That and well, I say that's 90% of the battle. Mindset is probably 90% of the battle. And then I would allocate that to the other 10%. But then you should be good. (laughs) Guys, do not go into an existential crisis over this. You have autonomy over your business. You can change it. You can grow it any which way you like. And if you are using something to hide behind, you will recognize that. But you have to be honest with yourself because that's why you're doing it. And it's completely worth it. So I hope this has helped. If you have questions or if there's anything else that I can kind of give you my perspective on or help you look at in a different way, please do feel free. Reach out to me on the Empowered Path program or on any of my socials, Kylie Nicole Spirit Media. And I look forward to chatting with you. In the meantime, onwards and upwards, understand that you have a place, you have a voice, you are valid, you are seen. And have the confidence in your own ability. Understand that you are here for a reason and it's time to take your place. Right, guys, we'll see you next week. Have a fantastic week. Chat to you soon.